from Burbs. You're watching Open Crib. I'm here with Hayes. He's a producer from Chicago. Hayes, if you want to give like a little bit of a background on yourself, so like our fans can kind of get familiar with you, just like if they haven't checked out your stuff before. Okay. Well, I go by Go Hayes. Don't look at the camera. Or just look at you. You can look at me. Okay. Or look at the camera. Whatever camera. you want to do. <laughs> well, 25 year old producer from Chicago. Uh, I've been producing for like eight years now. I started making music. 2018, that's when I started rapping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to have beat tapes on SoundCloud, and I work with a lot of artists from the city, from mm-hmm. Herb to Joy Perk to Flex to Queen Key to Vic Mesa to all type of different artists, and mm-hmm. I'm just still just trying to just bring the city together as much as I can. Okay, so that was actually kind of my question, like with your background, like. So 2012, you like really started making beats, right? Yeah. So like, what was kind of that process of like getting into it, where you're like, okay, like this is something I'm interested in, and like, did you see like when you started, kind of like that's a path for you that you want to take, like starting out, like did you know that's like this is what I want to do, or is it kind of something you grew into? Where you're like, oh, I can do something with this. It really started as something for fun, mm-hmm. but I feel like when I first started, we all start off like kind of trash. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying what we know we making music and shit, but that kind of drove me to get better, and that it, that's how it drove into like a real path that I knew I could take and mm-hmm. pursue. So when I first started with the beats, I I would be like I'll probably make two or three beats a week, but then that started growing every day, like because I look up footage of my favorite producers and just see they work ethic. Like at the time, 2012, you you would think of probably Wonder Girl, Young mm-hmm. Chop, Hit Boy, even though Hit Boy killing shit right now, mm-hmm. but like. Yeah, those would be my main three producers that I look at me like, damn, they if they going going crazy at 21, 22, I can I can definitely be going crazy. Mm-hmm. So I just use that as inspiration, just trying to figure out like ways to take it to the next level mm-hmm. as much as possible. No, I definitely get that. I mean, like when I was growing up, because I just I'm turning 22 in December. Yeah. But like, I remember I started out like my mom got me into like uh, rap, just like BMX and then like Eminem, and okay. then I kind of I branched out to like Outkast and all that stuff. So like. Like, I was in that prime period of, like, YMCMB, yeah, and yeah. I always thought their production, like, killed everybody else. Yeah, I thought they had, like, a like a span of years where they just, like, dominated. I don't know what it was, but, like, the Wayne Beats, yeah. just all that shit. Like, I'm trying to remember. What was that? What was the group called they had? They did, like, two songs. Is it Bedrock? Young Money. Young Money. Okay, yeah, bro. Money. Like, yeah. even, like, just some of the artists in there, like, they had, like, I really, like, I don't know. I just thought the production was next level. Like, did you, was that kind of, like, a... Not an influence on you, but like, did you kind of pick up on that too, or? I feel like Wayne and Drake definitely had a huge influence, not only production wise but artist wise too. Mm-hmm. Like because those two artists were the main ones like doing the melodies, mm-hmm. and they wasn't they wasn't scared to embrace the fact that they knew how to sing and rap at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, more Drake than Wayne, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. But definitely like with their production, they top tier. Wayne, even Nicki, like, yeah, yeah, Nicki, you know, Nicki don't get enough credit too as an mm-hmm. artist and as a like, trendsetter. You know? mm-hmm. Wayne tried the singing shit on Carter Four. I remember that. Remember when he, he did, tried to make he, a rock album too? Yeah, yeah, he uh, yeah. Yeah, it was drop the world, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know, bro. I, my Wayne, I don't know. Carter Four is my favorite. What is your? That's your favorite Wayne album? I, personally, yeah, because that's Ooh. when I started getting into it. Yeah. So like, I really do like the Carter Three, but it's like hard for me to go back. Okay, I would say my favorite Wayne album is Carter Two. Okay. Cause that time, that era, Wayne was hungry. Right. Wayne, like that, that just sparked, that sparked a different monster, Wayne, bro. Like Wayne was coming for, for his spot. Right. That was like the, that was the seed that, that was planted for him to come for his spot. Like, mm-hmm. when, when, yeah, did that come out late, late 2005? Like, 
After that, what, dropped he, the world. No, no, no. Carter two. Carter two. Yeah, that yeah. was that had to be two thousand five. Yeah, that was before I started getting into it. You notice, like after that album, that's when he just started like, oh yeah, chilling shit. Like, there was like a span where he just like him, like he just dominated. He like there was everything. nobody else yeah. that was like all the the mixtapes where it was just like remixing the beats yeah. and all that shit. Seventy seven features in one year, bro. They had a list of how many features, like top to bottom, like mm-hmm. seventy seven features. That's a lot of fucking features. I mean, like, I remember, I remember, I remember I watched this YouTube video and it was just him. He was recording some album or some feature, uh-huh. but I don't know if you remember, but like he's in the hotel room. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, just yeah. like, no yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. No yep, yeah. Yep, that I think so. And that like, I don't know. That memory is always stuck in my head of Wayne. I don't know. I just like, I think Wayne's like a super, I, I think it's kind of frustrating now, like seeing like, and there's nothing wrong with it, but it's like. I guess like the kids that are kind of growing up now, but I guess it's the same thing with like, I guess my generation. It's like, you don't fully appreciate the artists that came before. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like there's a big group of people that are not going to fully appreciate Wayne to like what he's did. And right. And like yeah. how he's like changed rap and like, oh, yeah. like set the tone for oh, yeah. what all it these, is now. All these people, most of the people out right now, they, they get Wayne kids, mm-hmm. Wayne and 50 kids, mm-hmm. you know, 50. Yeah. 50. We talked yeah, we about 50. 50. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about 50. 50 influence was heavy, bro. Mm-hmm. 50, a lot of, a lot of 50 in the game, bro. That's like, I still listen to them like every week. I just yeah. love their old shit. And it's, you got classics, mm-hmm. man. 50 got classics. Um, many men, 21 uh-huh. questions, yeah. like all yeah. that shit. Um, so kind of like to go off like your production, like in your interview with like Art Expose, this was like 2018. Yeah. You said you really started rapping after your project Dear Summer was released back yeah. in like early 17. Yeah. So like what, like, you mentioned that it was like you came at a crossroads where you're like, I want to be able to like rap my own records and like kind of do this. Um, so like, tell me kind of like what that transition was like. Was it kind of like nerve wracking, like putting out your like voice onto a track of your own? Yeah, it was very nerve wracking. It was because I, I never wanted to come off as a joke or mm-hmm. a gimmick. Like just, oh shit, they go another producer. That right. Rap. That was the main thing I didn't want to come off as. But me and my homie, uh, Darren, he just really pushed me to create a whole project just giving people a glimpse of who I am, mm-hmm. you know, and just easing into it and just trying to be the best artist that I could be. And that really just helped me, like, create better songs and just right. not be monotone on my records, like, mm-hmm. put life into my records. And I mm-hmm. feel like once I, I gained that confidence, I became a better artist, mm-hmm. you know, like, because I'm trying to be one of the greats, man. Like, yeah. For real. And I think, honestly, like, because, like, I kind of talked about this with Ronnie, but, like, back when I made music, I thought the idea of being able to, like, completely control your track, right? Like, uh-huh producing, rapping, even if you don't engineer or if you do engineer, it's like having that control, I think really brings a whole nother angle to you as an artist where it's like you're seeing things on a track that you might not have seen that you can do because you had no clue because you weren't seeing a whole nother side. So I think honestly, like artists that like are the most well-rounded are the ones that do have a hand in almost everything they do with the whole like track creation. Like Kanye, mm-hmm. you think of Kanye, he, he really had that air on both sides. Like mm-hmm. he could hear like certain artists, he'd bring out the best best of the mm-hmm. artists that was around him at the time mm-hmm. and put them on a song. Like, I need you for this hook. Mm-hmm. I need you for these melodies. I need you to say this beginning. Right. Like, on my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Like I, he had like all the all-stars together mm-hmm. making shit just sound special. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the key. Like when you produce, you got to make shit you know, you know I shit sound when you right. You know, you know if it's special. Right. You know? Kanye, I, I would say is like probably the greatest like curator of oh, yeah, our generation. Sure. Like the, what he can do with like putting people on a track. Like I love, I can't remember the name of the track now, but like the track he produced for Chief Keef. Um, 
it's like it's got that like almost like really like joy like joyous kind of melody yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i can't remember what it's called though what's the name of that shit bro y'all remember that what was it? Uh, no. Oh, nobody. It's called yeah, nobody. I can't see nobody. Yeah, she keeps wearing song. Bro, yeah. like, yeah. I don't think without that's Kanye. Bizarre, yes, it's like one of my favorite Chief Chief Keef songs. Melodies. So like, that's what like, I'm saying. Talking about yeah, melodies. Like, I don't think like without Kanye, obviously Chief would have experimented in any bit that way. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I think Keef is like obviously one of the most influential artists of like our generation oh, and yeah. hip hop in general but like without I just think it's cool what Kanye brings out of other artists definitely and Keith is another person who won't get his flowers until unfortunately you know yeah he, he done set a lot of trends right, right. Stuff, like production wise video wise yep. all that shit the whole aesthetic was called so I want your opinion because this is something that I have like kind of not lived by but believed for a while mm-hmm. I think someone who is completely like not given enough credit for like kind of like I guess setting kind of the wave that we kind of see now is yeah. speaker knockers. Oh yeah, melody, melody. Yes, the was crazy, he was killing it before shit. anybody yeah, was doing that. Yeah. And like, I just don't see it talked about enough. It's sad that he like went so soon, but like, you know, I would say speaker knockers and beige loaf. Okay, beige loaf, melody, her, her melodies was insane, bro. Okay. Like she was ahead. Like it's it's the main. Like you had, you had the shit in Roddy Rich. Yeah, you had the shit in A A Buggy. Yeah, you had the shit in all like the, the hottest artists out right now. They was they was first on that shit. Heavy. Do you think and like I think so, but like do you think like because like the melody thing is so strong now uh-huh. that it's like I personally believe it's gonna go back to more of like a traditional rap where it's more like based on bars and like yeah. focused on like I mean like flow is obviously like a big thing, but like where it's like that's what's really gonna set you apart compared to like having like the best melodies or any of that. Yeah. Well, I feel like you can have both. Yeah, you know you could bring the best best of both worlds into your presence. Right. You know, like if you know how to, because it, it's 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 different now. It's not the nineties. It's not the two thousands. You mm-hmm. know, it's, you do have to cater to two sides now. Like yeah. music has changed completely, and I feel like it is coming back to the soulful. But you do have that crowd of people that's like, damn, what the turn shit at? Right. So you got to cater to both sides. But if you if you do choose to take that stance, then you will stand up. Right, you know, I think so too, and that's what I think it goes back to like being that well-rounded artist, like yeah. being able. I think you have to be versatile now. You got to be versatile. You can't stay like it's not a one-lane game anymore. Like yeah. you have to be able to really hop on anything and make sure that you kill it, or else you're. I don't know, but you, I will say there are artists that like can like dominate a lane and stay in it, and yeah. like just get like perfect their craft so much that it's like. They build that cult fan base. That's them. Like yeah. When you when you hear when you hear them, you know their fans gonna always show up. Like, like even Cole. Yeah. 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 Cole got a crazy fan base, bro. Like, his that it's crazy. Like the like Cole and like people who make like his type of music. Like yeah. their fans are like so dedicated. Like yeah. I have a friend who's a big fan of Cole and like just like Earth Gang and uh-huh. like JID uh-huh. and like. The fan base for those like artists it's are big. so like Crazy. they're big and then also like they're so tight knit like they don't like anything they do they're on they're sharing they're buying like everything that, that shows that it's still possible right that you can create right. a full soulful for project because people will listen to it because right. they, they love you right you know? they're not looking for the trendy shit when they hit you right you know and that's 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 what we aiming for right though we trying to mm-hmm. stand the test of time like because music can get very trendy at times yeah when we creating. I got a homie named Fletz. He just created this album called Separation. Mm-hmm. 
soulful from top to end and like mm-hmm. great shit amazing like we we creating a legacy bro like this shit mm-hmm. gonna stand the test of time yeah bro and i like i agree like to the point where you're saying like it's trendy because yeah. like there's not and like because music is so accessible now like everyone's getting on their laptop yeah. i think it oversaturates and it like sometimes like there's people who will t- like make music but they don't want to take it seriously and they might pop and they just see it as like Okay, yeah, this is what I'm doing. Money scam, yeah. Right, but there are people who are, like, really dedicated to it who, like, they're good. They're just, for some reason, not breaking through. And, like, there's nothing wrong with either path. It's just, like, I feel like for those people that are really dedicated and really want to be a part of it that they, like, almost feel, like, a little bit discouraged, you know? Because, like, the trendy thing is so big now, you know? Especially with TikTok. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> dancing. The TikTok dances is definitely yeah. the number. When you look at the numbers, you're like, man, if all these people looking at this, why right. they can't look at this? But right. I feel like people in that lane, they shouldn't get discouraged because right. it, it's going to always come back to you. It's, the game going to always, right. it's going to always go through errors. It's going to always go through different sounds. And right. like when it's your time, you got to capitalize off of it. You got to stay, stay, stay down and just stay focused. Like you got to really stay consistent and know that the game, the game will change. Like right. it will be more of the dance it, it will be dance years where people just dancing and shit like right. it will be years that people will need that soulful shit you know mm-hmm. you just gotta stay consistent that's where people that's where the, the weaklings get they yeah get, you know they get they get drew up you feel me like right. throughout the years if you ain't built for it then I mean that's I feel like that's anything creative is like you gotta be built for it you gotta, you gotta go through you know music and fashion and everything is just so cyclical that mm-hmm. it's like you might be making something that you might pop in three, four years when it comes back around, but exactly. you just gotta like stay true to like what you're doing and what feels right to you. Marathon. Um, and yeah, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And like people that think like stuff's gonna, I mean, like there's people that pop on their first song and yeah. it's just a miracle, right? Yeah. But like, I mean, not it's a miracle, but like obviously like there's hard work in there. But like a lot of people, I feel like don't understand that like some of this shit can take 10, 15 years, 10, 15, 20, and years, it's like bro. it's and a lot of it is like paying your dues it's not even like just like you're working like like the ten thousand hours like you're paying your dues like it's just like you're gonna put so much work into it and get no validation for so long and it's like you just gotta be you just gotta live with that you really gotta ask yourself like am am i ready to commit and dedicate my life for the next 10 to 15 years with this like and if if the question is yes go all up right you gotta know it's gonna be storms and you know it's gonna be hard times and hard years and down years gonna be a lot of setbacks, but yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it at the end because you know, if you if you change in one person's life, then you, you mission complete. Right. You know, because you sparking that 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 next generation. Man. And as long as you're seeing that, like I feel like that small growth, like growth is still growth. And if you're yeah. seeing growth, that means you're going to keep growing exactly. as long as you keep. So like I feel like it's just hard, obviously, getting started. That's a fact. Yeah. People. Once you get through that, that whole thing of that whole dark cloud of damn, how, how am I gonna get started? And how mm. am I gonna do this? Once you get a solid, yeah, focus, you're gonna be good. But then once you start eating, you start eating and it feels good, yeah. and you start feeling the validation, and then yeah. you keep going, bro. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like, as long as you can get through that start, yeah, it's gonna feel so good on the other exactly. side, bro. Exactly. So what kind of like was that motivation to start like the beat videos? Because that's how I found okay. you. Like I, someone retweeted it that I followed. Man, bro, I was so down bored in the crib. Yeah, and that was the top of the year where they just started shutting everything down, and I was mm-hmm. like, man, I gotta, I gotta figure out a way that I can still get in just contact with the people because I don't want to just put like screen record videos on my beats up all day. I want to mm-hmm. just 
bring them into my world a little more. Mm-hmm. And I just started one. I did a Giveon remix. Yep. I put it on Instagram. That shit went crazy. Like the first day, I'm like, oh man, let me, we might have something here. And I kept doing it. And it was one month where I did it for a month straight, like mm-hmm. 30 days straight. And just on Twitter, the shit just, like all the videos combined, I believe yeah. I got like 400,000 views on like all the videos Damn. in a month, like on That's Twitter. That yeah. shit is crazy, bro. So like, I, I connect with people on a different level with the right. videos. I, I always get messages in my DMs, just people just telling me to keep going and just they proud of me. And it's yeah. just, it's showing that it's hard work. It's just, it, it's paying off, you know? Yeah. Just reassurance that what I'm doing is, is, is worth mm-hmm. something, you know, it's worth it. Yeah. And like, I like, I think, I think those type of videos are like super dope. Thank and you, like bro. the type of like beats they are, like, I love those type Soulful of beats, beats and everything. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah. yeah, bro. So like, this question is probably self-explanatory, but like, how do you always have a clean cut no matter what? <laughs> Every single video you got the clean cut. Even here you got the clean cut. Like, what is that like part of the video? Like, what do you do? You just always gotta stay clean. Oh, that that's always been me, man. <laughs> like, just keep it cut. Always man. gotta stay you gotta fresh. Keep cut, man. Shout out my barber town, man. Be going crazy. <laughs> but yeah, bro. Uh, I I get a cut like every week. Okay. Right? That's always tradition. If you be having jokes on that, like, man, what? It was this one dude. He's like, man. I, I can't, I can't like this beat because you, your, your hair ain't dirty, man. I'm like, what, what kind of broke shit is that, man? <laughs> like, what kind of, I'm like, bro, come on, man. But yeah, it's, it's a signature style for real because I got all the songs with Apple Music. Yeah. And like, if you keep scrolling, you see the cut. You cut the shit. So it's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, bro. I, I would, that was something I noticed. I was like, yeah. damn, like, this dude's like, hair don't grow or like nah, some man, shit. I, my shit was looking crazy at one point. Um, so, kind of like, I noticed on like the Illinois interview yeah. that you just did recently, you kind of talked about like who like you used to be a little bit more money hungry as a producer. You're just trying to get your beats out there, get a little Fresh. money from it. Like, um, so like now that you're like kind of a little bit more selective with kind of how who you work with and everything like that, what is like? I'm trying to say how to say this. I don't know why it was like confusing how to say it. I wrote it down exactly how what's to say process? it. What's the process? No. What's the best thing you can hear from an artist when they get your beat? What's the best thing I can get from an artist when I... Like, like, what, like what's the best thing like you can hear from an artist? I can hear they, from an artist? Yeah, like what's the best thing you've heard them say when you sent them a beat? Like what most validating thing? Oh, like if they hear it and be like, yo, this shit crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I cry when I heard this shit. Really? Yeah, it's, it's artists that heard certain beats I give them. They say they cry when they heard it. Damn. That shit crazy. So, yeah. Damn. So, that means your music is literally touching them to the point where Facts. it's like... But even what you said, bro, like, the artists I choose to work with now, that's just... It's all of the strength of good music. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not chasing no money no more because we 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 trying to create a legacy, man. We're right. really trying to... We're trying to stand on something, and the music got to be good, man. We can't be out here chasing quick checks. Right. That shit got to be organic. Right. Relationships got to be organic, man. That's A lot of producers got to realize that, too. Like, a lot of producers be just... Chasing money and shit, yeah. like working with everybody, it's like, man, nah, nah. shit mm-hmm. gotta be organic, bro. Because I think, like, and I've learned it too, just like with my, our company, like Burbs and everything, is like, yeah. when you build that genuine relationship with people, yeah, it goes a lot farther. And like, it's cool to see you grow together. Facts. It's like, who wants to like, personally, me? I know there's people that do. But, like, I don't like to, like, celebrate or eat alone type thing. Definitely, like, bro. I would rather Definitely. celebrate with a team on a project that we all worked on and everything sure. like that. Definitely, bro. That's so, the main thing. Like, just looking off of your team. Once you got your team built, you're really unstoppable. Yeah. Because everybody, something you don't know, it'll be something your friend know. 
and something right. your friend don't know could be something you know. Mm-hmm. Like just everybody helping each other, mm-hmm. you know, just different ways. I feel like also like sometimes it can be a bit like almost cutthroat on certain things. So it's like they, I think like some people think that if you eat, then that means they can't eat. Yeah, yeah. But in a world where music is so like easily digestible or art is so easily digestible because of all the social media platforms that we have, yeah. it's like there's room for literally pretty much everybody it's like everybody. however however they want to do it so um that's because everything everything is monetized right you can monetize every single thing bro right clothes videos right even though we're not doing tours right now you can still find ways to get in contact with the people and just right have you can sell certain shit like it's, it's different ways to monetize and just people got to take advantage of that right opportunities i think like it's so weird like especially with the the quarantine and everything mm-hmm. i think like Everyone like, and I this this is in terms of art too, but like should really kind of own their own business at home, like oh, their yeah, internet sure. business. I think like everyone should kind of have a side hustle, and like with everything being so available, like Photoshop, Premiere, Fruity Loops, Ableton, Pro Tools, whatever it is, like I think everyone should kind of have one of those like hobbies and everything. Oh yeah, if this year ain't bring the, the hustle out in you, yeah, and you lost, yeah, you lost, period. Like you, everybody at home, everybody's finna go back in the home because they right. finna shut everything back down. You gotta find something to tap into like, right find your passion and tap into it right you know? no i agree bro i i think like this quarantine for me at least like really set me in a place where i was like okay instead of focusing on the things i can't do right now let's try to like set everything up and like work on stuff so like when the time comes when i'm able to do that be good i'm ready to go exactly. and it like is super efficient and like kind of explodes at that point you got a machine bro oh yeah you got a machine oh yeah keep pushing you got your team hey you yeah keep pushing they're gonna keep pushing you oh yeah that's how it's supposed to be always bro like sure. that's i just i just love the idea of like having a team and everything always. Like that. it's amazing bro definitely bro because it's like Personally, for me, my favorite thing is, like, just seeing, like... I like seeing other people succeed and grow into, like, roles and everything. And I, like... It's just super, like, rewarding when, like, you're working together and knowing that, like, you're feeding off each other's energy and everything like that. I love my team, man. My my team is Rich Vision. We we got a group that consists of producers, artists, Mm -hmm. graphic designers, engineers. We got my boy Plug. He just, like, just... He pretty much the point guard on telling us what to do. Uh... My homie Darren, he an artist and an engineer. He engineer all our projects. Yeah. My homie Flex, he makes the greatest music, greatest artist I know. My homie AJ, he makes music, he designs covers and all that. My homie mm-hmm. Jay Noir, one of the hardest producers out. He worked with Elgato too. Okay. So, oh, I saw Elgato perform. I went and shot a show. Yeah. At ISU, and he performed. And so uh, we were, yeah, we were taking. I was there. Oh, actually, Jovan was there too. Okay, we were taking photos, uh, and yeah, he he threw a pretty good show, bro. So how yeah, did like kind of bar. rich vision come together? Man, bro, I would say, plug my homie plug. He had it in 2015, I believe. Mm-hmm. Him and him and Flex, they was like pretty much doing songs together. But plug was like, I'm gonna just sit back. And, I'm gonna sit back and be a manager of Flex. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just manage his career and just you know just try to pretty much just guide him in the right direction as much as just making moves with projects and everything. Right. And then after that, that's when they, they pretty much found me. That's when me and Fletch came together because me. Oh, shit, what? No, I was talking man. Oh, okay. Me, me and Fletch, we, we uh, pretty much found out about each other through two of my homies. They mm-hmm. both, well, one of my homies named Gunda, he went to WIU. Okay. And Fletch was going to WIU at the time. So Fletch needed some beats. And he, my homie was like, yo, I got somebody who should get in contact with. Go ahead. And then same thing happened with me. My friend from a long time, like, my homie for 10 years, his name Devo, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to go to high school with him, and he was like, man, you need to check out this artist named Flex. Okay. And then soon after, we just start collabing, and we mm-hmm. start dropping projects, and then just, man, we just gained such a strong support base. Mm-hmm. Shit just special, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's special, bro. Every time we collab, every time we work, mm-hmm. like, we done both came in together, we done both grew, grew in it together. It's special, man. Yeah. No, that's, that's dope, bro. So, like, do you guys, like, I know it's probably not, like, oh, let's meet up, like, once a week type thing, but is yeah, it kind of, like, an active, like, I don't want to say, like, group chat, but, like, oh, kind of yeah. collective where it's, like, you're sending shit back and forth, oh, and yeah. you're, like, what's this, this, oh, yeah. like, tips, pointers, criticism, all that shit. We got a group chat where we just talking all type of shit. We just okay. sending all type of music and just working on projects as much as we can. Like, mm-hmm. we just, we will stay in contact every day. We talking every day. Just mm-hmm. trying to build off each other's energy. Just trying to see, like, wherever he's at mentally, I'm just trying to be the best producer I can. Right. So, add that at that background to what he's going through, you know, right. so he can get that across the best way possible right? on the tracks. Okay. So have you always been in, like, because from your videos, you uh, you can tell you use, like, Fruity Loops. Yeah. Is Fruity Loops the one you always stuck with and been with? Oh, yeah. We eight, we eight years married. Man, Fruity, <laughs> we, we married for eight years, man. Three years married. Three years? <laughs> Woo! Man, I love Fruity Loops, man. That shit saved my life, bro. Saved I, my life. See, I, I went back, I went... Fruity Loops to Ableton, back to Fruity Loops. Okay. How's I, Ableton? I keep hearing about it. So the reason I went to Ableton is because I, I was like pretty proficient in like Pro Tools. And uh-huh. that's why I love mixing in Pro Tools. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. But the thing is, one time I updated my laptop and Pro Tools just stopped working on my laptop. That shit went so, low? Like, no. Like, no, like so like it wouldn't. I don't know. It would like glitch out every time I tried to record. So I was like, whatever. So like I found Ableton was easier to produce and record in yeah. compared to like, I find Fruity Loops like kind of difficult to record in. Okay. Um, I don't know why. I just like, maybe it's cause I'm not used to it or something like that. And like, I'm used to Ableton and Pro Tools, but Fruity Loops just kind of put me off like in terms of recording, mm-hmm. but in terms of like making beats and everything like that, I prefer Fruity Loops all day. Like I think it's a lot smoother. I think it's a lot cleaner. And like, so fun. Yeah. It's fun. It bro. makes it fun. Yeah. Like the colors and everything. Yeah. Like the, the shit you're looking at, the hi hats and the, all mm-hmm. the sounds. It's fun, bro. It's definitely fun. When I first started, I was like, man, I, however I do it, I'm going to just stick with this because this right. shit is it's, it's fun. It's organic. It's just it's dope. Like just putting shit together. You can see like the, the melodies and the samples and all that. It's right. Dope. Yeah. No, I think, and I also like the mixer better. The mixer looks a lot cleaner. It's just like, like you said, it's fun. Like sometimes when you're sitting to beat, like, not that it'll get tedious, but it's like when you get to the point where it's like you have them stuffed down and you're just really tweaking stuff now. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you're looking at like Ableton, it's like looking at like yeah, a I'll be looking at it. I'll be like, it. Yeah, uh, I'm like, uh. like damn, I gotta keep myself entertained somehow. So, exactly. Um, kind of like going off that, you've been featured on uh, Selection Beats. Selection Beats. Shout Selection out to Beats. One Radio. I fucked that up. My bad. All good. Uh, BSTN. Yeah. Jordan, Adidas, Nike, Vans, Champion, Puma, like. Let's oh, yeah. talk about it, bro. Like how, like how does that feel? One and then two, Man. like you know, like they kind of hit you up for that shit. But it was like, how did that like whole process go? Like, did they hit you up for the song? And they're like, oh, it's gonna be in this, and then you just like kind of work out a deal, or what's that like? It's it's a blessing, bro. It's it's this clothing line in Germany called mm-hmm. BSTN, and they work with all the biggest brands, like, yeah, from Nikes to Adidas to Champions to all type of brands, bro. Right. They just they would hit me like, man, we we fuck with your beats hard and. They found me off of SoundCloud, bro. Interesting. Crazy. Like, at the time, we was like, man, SoundCloud is basically, like, dead. Nobody even right. goes to SoundCloud. Like, 2018, like, who's still going on SoundCloud? But it's right. crazy that people in Germany, they still use that, like, all the time. Like, 
Right. You never know who owns SoundCloud type right. shit. Like it's crazy. Right. But once they hit me up, we set some deals up to make sure everything was right. They send me merch all the time. This shit is right. it's love, bro. Like hey, we've been collabing for two years now. Damn, that's shit awesome. Crazy, bro. And like it's good that like you were kind of talking about like I know uh, just we briefly mentioned like genuine relationships. It's cool that you're able to um, create kind of like a genuine relationship with like somebody who is consistently like. I'm trying to think of the right word like consistently working with you because of like your skill and like you're both benefiting from it that's that's a fact it's like a symbiotic relationship where it's like you're both getting something from it it's not just like you're making money from a beat like they have your music like on those type of commercials and they are clean as hell bro they are clean as hell the beats fit perfectly like they definitely know what they're doing you definitely know what you're doing so like Congrats on that, bro. Thank you, bro. I would look back like, man, like, I wonder how long it would take for me to actually get my shit on them commercials. Mm-hmm. Now, the fact that we actually doing it is kind of surreal, mm-hmm. but it's a blessing. Was that always a goal to kind of get your shit on commercials? Always a goal. I want to get my shit on ESPN. Like, I want to have my shit playing through the playoffs. Bro, I could see that. I could see, you like, like an yeah. opening sequence for, like, yeah. a playoff, like, an introduction shit. I could definitely see that. Was somebody easy. talking at the beginning, like, game yep. one. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> game one of yeah, the NBA yeah. finals. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, bro. Yeah, I can definitely see that shit. That's the key, man. We we trying to just get that shit in movies, bro. Like that's mm-hmm. what checks it for real. Like, oh yeah, bro. Like yeah. TV, movies, all that, all shit. that shit. All bro. that shit. Yeah. Bro. I want to write movies, all that shit, bro. Really? Yeah, I want to get into okay. writing movies, TV shows. Any kind that. of like specific genre. You know how Atlanta and Davis, yeah, yeah, like that shit. Okay, that funny okay, shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's dry humor, but like if you get it, you get it. Right, shit, like right. it's not like some sitcom shit. It's yeah. like it's actually like a good show, and they yeah. write like good humor in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't need no laugh track in it. Right, like, type bro, shit. Like the, right. the script is already funny as hell. No, both like, Atlanta is funny as hell. Oh yeah, bro. Charles yeah. Gambino is great. A genius, bro. A genius, because like it's little situations that he would like capture. Yeah. Oh, this shit just funny as hell. Bro. Yeah, bro. Those are I, I don't know. Those are personally my favorite like kind of shows too sure. when it's not like it's like an actual like well-written show yeah and they're like it's like it's got the drama but it like they put the comedy in it like almost exactly. like seamlessly exactly they let they leave you thinking like wait no that shit was funny as hell so you're writing your own show right now yeah who is starring in it me you yeah, okay okay so like funny. cameo but not even cameo you're just like directing writing and you're doing the whole thing i'm gonna be in it. i will put somebody like I'll put my crew in it. Okay. I'll, Rich Vision to be in it. I'll put, I'll have Twenty One Savage at. I feel funny. like he would he be, would be a, a funny great ass actor. He would be a great. Have actor. you seen him when he was like singing the R and B to Key Sweat? He's that shit funny, is hilarious, he, bro. He wanted them people that'd be like, "Why the fuck you laughing?" With a straight face, yeah, but yeah. he'd be joking the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Like, that that shit. Feel be like funny. he's just some goofy ass dude secretly. Exactly. Like all the people, all the rappers, people take really serious. Like, I'll, I'll just oh, get yeah. them in movies and shit like. That should be hilarious. Like Rockefeller used to do this shit. Okay. Stay property, all that shit. Okay. Like Beanie Sigma and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Bro, that would be that would be funny as fuck. Hilarious. Like, Twenty one Savage movie. They're going to take our idea. That shit crazy. I know. You're watching this show right now. So you kinda mentioned earlier that you worked with like Herb and, and um Black Boy J B Yeah. So like with the like no more heroes, like the red light freestyle, how was uh-huh. it like how did that kind of like come together where you're like your beats part of that and like that's it's really a, cool to see these major artists go over it? That's another thing, like due to the pandemic, I believe that that pushed those type of shoes more because yeah. people like had to just find a thing to go, like to just find different videos to shoot. So that's how that was coming across. And one of the directors on No More Heroes, I was shooting videos with him since twenty seventeen. Yeah. Like, okay. My homie Brandon Holmes, we he shot my first 10 videos right and just off of that he he's real cool with Locker Films yeah and Locker's real cool with 
all the hard, all the other artists that they've been shooting with. So right. it's just it's nothing for them to just call me and be like, "Yo, bro, we need some beats." Right. And then that's how them collabs just came across. Okay. We got another collab with uh, Cowboy coming. Okay. It's gonna be crazy. Oh, Cowboy, yeah. Yeah, Cowboy's that, hard. He is. He is, that's bro. Crazy. Um. Yeah, bro, that's dope. I saw the G Herbal. I think it's at like 5.6 million yeah, views. Yeah, like, It up, blew bro. up. It went blue up. I had to turn bro. the phone off when that oh, shit yeah. came And out. when that Russia. beat switch, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah Shout out to my boy Treasy, too, on the first beat. He killed that shit. Oh, yeah, bro. You went, you went crazy. So, like, with that, I also saw the Vic. You mentioned Vic Mensa earlier. Oh, yeah. I saw the shit on Insta. Oh, yeah. Loved his new album. Man. I, I always like uh, Internet. Yeah. I love that tape. And I love this new album, bro. So, like, how did that really come to be? I know I'm asking you, like, how did it come to be? But you got a lot of man, interesting man, stories it, going no, on, bro. No, keep going, bro. We, we in here. We can be in here for three hours. Yeah. Vic hit me. He hit me on uh, IG like, bro, that shit. That shit you be doing. That, mm. shit, that soulful shit. I mm. need that. But he we, always spazzes he on those He always spazzes on them beats, bro. He, he loses mind on soulful yep. beats. Like, him and Joey Perp. Like, yeah, both yeah, of yeah. them. Like, we, we, we just been creating, bro. Just working and just, man, they sitting on a lot of shit. I'm yeah. just glad to be a part of it. Like, yeah. listen on a lot of shit. Like, Vic came me like, yo, bro, I need that. I need that shit to just, like, spit on type <laughs> shit like that. He gave me the BPM and everything, yeah. and I just sent him this joint. And then a few days later, he just, he was posting a joint on Instagram. I'm yeah. like, damn, that shit going crazy. It was hard, bro. That shit was crazy. He runs bro. those type of tracks, bro. Like, this is bad. I remember fucking, um, I can't remember the album name, but uh, Dynasty, the opening track. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You remember yeah. that? Like, he ran that shit, bro. He... He always goes crazy. Now, kind of speaking about that soulful shit, uh, you mentioned in the past interview that like Jay Z is your favorite artist. He's still your favorite artist. Yeah, for sure, Jay. Yeah. Okay. So, what are your top three Jay Z albums? Damn, man. Some hard shit. <laughs> <laughs> My top three Jay Z albums—they always change every year, bro. The older I get, I just appreciate each album even okay. more. Like I would say, my top three right now though would have to be Reasonable Doubt. Okay. The Black Album. Okay. Fuck. And The Blueprint. Okay, that was actually my top the three. Blue, yeah. That's your top three? Yeah, because I really love uh, Cashmere Thoughts. Like, that's one of my oh, favorite yeah. songs, oh, yeah, bro. Oh, that's a classic. That's a classic um, right there. Jay, just, bro, just time and time again, Jay been proving this stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, he is great. Like, he's one of the greatest. Like, with 444, when that shit came up. Yeah. Like, bro, he was just giving game away. Like, classic, easy, bro. bro. Like, that, that, that was like a... a older version of The Blueprint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just him looking back like, damn, nah, we, we did the... We did the chains, we did the money phones and all that shit. Right. It ain't worth it at the end of the day. If you don't right. own none of your blocks, it don't mean nothing. Right. You know? He's yeah, he's insanely smart, bro. Like exactly. the, the way he like leveraged his career into a business. Yeah. Which is I feel like everyone should do in he's that position. He's the blueprint on how this shit's supposed oh, yeah. to go. Yeah. You, know, you get out get out you ain't gotta put you ain't gotta force yourself with the music and shit. If you ain't feeling the music, go get some money over that too. Right. Use right. your name, use your leverage. Right. Just you get know? yourself in that position to do that. Exactly. So you like Brent Fias? Oh yeah, bro. Says, do you yeah. think Fuck the World is album of the year? It's up there, bro. It's up there. It's, I think it's so. up there, bro. It's it's up there. You you know O seventy shake? Her, I, I've heard a little bit of the music. You need to check her out, bro. I think between her album, which I don't know how to pronounce, mm-hmm. and Brent Fai's album, I think those are the two albums of the year. How she came out this year? Yes. I'm like check it out. February or March. And it's crazy how long this year been. Has, I know, bro. Wild, like, bro. I did not think Brent Fai's shit came out this year. But, like, even when you think of, like, the top of the year started with, like, Roddy Rich, the bots. Like, as the, yep. the motherfucking, like, the New Year's song. But it's like, it, that shit came out three years ago. This year, it's been It's been a long ass year, bro. Long as hell. For real. But so, I'm gonna definitely check that out. Yeah, I would recommend. It's like, I don't really know how to describe it. It's like a, 
It's its own genre, but it's not. Did she work with Kanye before? Yes, that's how like that's that's actually how I found out about her. Yeah. Um, but like yeah, bro, her her music is like it's very like I don't want to say Kanye esque, but okay. it has that like she uses like vocal effects like that kinda, and it's like really really like she her same Impala. Mm, I wouldn't compare it to that, okay. but like. I really don't know how to describe it, bro. Just like listen, like she's dope as hell. I'm, she's one of my favorite artists, to be I'm honest. Check out, you vouch for her. Oh yeah, her, her, Brent, and then I love, I love like older party next door that type of stuff. Because I listen to a lot more like slower music. Like for sure, yeah. I love like, like rap. I listen to even like slower rap. Like I love Lucky. Like Lucky's probably my favorite artist in okay. the city. Um, bro, but R and B has started amazing yet. Yeah, an amazing yet, bro. You got uh, motherfucking her. Yep, her been dropping hella shit like uh, Kalani been dropping crazy mm-hmm. shit. Who else? Like you even had all type of all type of shit I can't think of right now. Yeah, Masego just dropped a crazy project. Yeah, shit hard, bro. I mean, R&B been killing shit all year. Yeah, I'm happy that it's coming, kind of like not making a comeback, but really being like more prominent in like focus the now. music release. Yeah, um, and I think like actually rap like integrating kind of like the singing aspect really helped that. I think it yeah. exposed a lot of people to like, oh, yeah, kind definitely. of a new aspect of it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So more than gold. To your new album, new uh-huh. project from here on out. What are some of the biggest differences? Because like what you sent me, I can definitely even like sense that improvement, even though it's only like because uh, more than gold was earlier this year, correct? Yeah, more than gold. More than gold was I actually dropped it December last year, but I, okay. re, I re-uploaded it like just trying to get a few okay. tracks right. But I had a I had a listening session for it last December seventh. Okay. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's going to be a year in a few weeks okay. since it came out. Yeah, so what are like kind of the biggest differences from like that album to like this album? And not it can be in terms of sound, but it can be in terms of like even how you went about the process. Like what, you know? Man, I'm taking my time more than ever with, with the project. And I'm really just trying to just figure out song structure a lot more. Yeah. Just really trying to figure out, in my opinion... Most of my songs need more hooks yeah. and more melodies. I'm just trying to bring more singers involved. I'm trying to work with as many artists as I can right yeah. now. You know, just trying to just bring the song to life with different voices because mm-hmm. I feel like the more voices you got, the more fun the song will be. Right. And just like getting on some Kanye shit, man. Right. Just trying to trying to embrace my inner yay, man, mm-hmm. as much as possible. Like just just trying to just change transitions. Just right. trying to grow with that. Like just really trying to just show people the growth because this year has mm-hmm. been a year. For the growth, even though it has been a fucked up yeah, long year for yeah. like the world, but I've definitely been growing like music. Okay, definitely. so so do you think like I'm trying to think how to say this? Like, do you think you would prefer, or do you not care? Do you think you would prefer like to really pop up? Like you're already like getting that love and like kind of popping off, but like, would you rather really blow off like your rap? Like you rap, or would you rather blow off your beats, or do you not care? When you say blow, like what you mean, like like say, just like when you hit that like, like one oh, record that goes, I would say it don't really matter. Okay, you know, like as long as as long as it's dope, as long yeah. as it's not no trash shit. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I would hate to make a million songs and I get like on for the bullshit. You yeah, know what I'm saying because I do got certain songs on the project where I'm just having fun, but right. I feel like the attention spans are so low they gonna just gravitate towards the the, the catchy shit right. as quick as possible you know so it don't really matter what I'm producing or just rapping I just feel like as long as it happens right you know okay gotcha so is there anything like I guess that's like if you don't want to share that's fine but anything like kind of that's like really like just like something you're super excited about this project that like 
what maybe probably wasn't in the previous. I know you're probably excited about the whole thing, but yeah, like executive producer. Okay. Seasick executive producer. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Be, he 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 been me and him been working like pretty much for the past six months, just yeah. curating the different songs and what should fit. And he's been really he he's a strong piece, but he's been helping me just get get song structure together. Just okay. learn how to be a, a better artist because there was times when I used to just rap on a song for four minutes right. with no hook. And I'll just say to myself, like, nah, this is the raw shit ever. But then I'll listen back, like, this shit was terrible. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, it's just all a part of growing and just hearing shit, like, giving shit time to just, yeah. like, develop. sit with it, develop. Yeah, yeah it's the develop. That's that's what I want to show people on this project. I want to show the world and myself that I grew up. Yeah. You know, that's that's the kick. Okay. Even yeah. with the cover, like, the, the cover, like, yeah. you know, the cover is, it's like, the city behind me. Right. That's a, I'm just trying to make a statement with this. Right. You know? So, like, have you, not just curious, have you thought about, like, going out to, like, I personally love Chicago. I've been out to L.A., just not for me. Yeah. Like, do you kind of see yourself staying here? Do you want to go somewhere? Like, what, what, what would your, like, move be if you if you had the chance to just, like, pick up and go to any other city? Man, I went to Atlanta a few months ago. That show was nice. Atlanta's nice Atlanta's as fuck. Nice I as love fuck, Atlanta. It, it, man, it really time will tell, bro. Mm-hmm. So I don't really tell on where 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 the journey will go. Where, wherever God lead me, you know that's where mm-hmm. I'm gonna be. You know, okay. and that's few years. If I'm in New York, in right. New York, because I, you know, I just, I don't know, man. Might have to go to different places for inspiration. Right. You know. So you kind of mentioned like just to kind of like start wrapping things up. Like you kind of mentioned the idea of kind of going into possibly like writing TV and like yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like beyond music like what are you like and this could be deep this can be shallow like however you want to answer it like what are you really looking for out of like the life that you're pursuing and everything like that I'm just trying to be a vessel that show people that it's possible mm-hmm. that's all like I'm just trying to I want people to use, use my focus as inspiration as much as mm-hmm. I use my drive when it's when when I say certain things in the universe it always it happens positive and negative you know like mm-hmm. people gotta realize that words are power Energy is powerful. Like the stuff you say, do come to life. Yep. And I just, I want to be that person that just spread as much positivity as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, in this world, like if it's through music, then cool. If if I gotta write a book, then cool. Right. If I gotta make a positive, like just, just different words, like different ways, because right. I know music is extremely powerful and just yep. trying to use it the best way I can. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just hate when people like use music as a like a just like some dark man, like some mm-hmm. negative shit, like because it's. Music is powerful, bro. Right. It's everything. People listen to that shit. They ride with it. They they really it, it go into their brain. Yep. They go into their heart. Like little kids, they grow up listening to that shit, man. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 an energy with that shit, bro. There's too much negativity, negativity and like too many. Not enough people. I feel like are positive a lot. Like and yeah. it's just like and like people go through stuff. Like definitely, music is a is a way to express yourself. And yeah. it's like, but that, when that's all like you talk about, in my mind, it's like you're almost manifesting those things and bringing exactly. those things to life. And it's like, how do you want to get out of that rut if that's all you surround yourself with? You got to give yourself some motivation, yep. bro. You got you to gotta talk yourself out of certain shit, bro. If you're in the dark cloud, you got to find something to get out right. of that shit, bro. Because, man, we, we, I'm sure we all been depressed at times, but right. it's, it's been that time we just had to snap out of that shit, bro, because life goes on with or without us. Oh, yeah. You feel me? Like, just... Find ways, inspiration. Just keep keep building on that, bro. Yep. No, I agree. Um. So, I, yeah, because it's like, at the end of the day, it's really up to you exactly. to really decide like what you want to do in life and like how you want to get out of it. Exactly. So it's like, 
And you can, I'm a firm believer that you can really do whatever you want to do as long as you put the time and energy in it and so, understand that, like, what it's going to take. Exactly. Right? Like, you have to understand that like, you have to be self aware. You got to know what you can, what you can't do. Mm-hmm. Just all that you stuff. You got to be real with yourself, too. Right. Like, no, if, if certain shit ain't working, right. you got you to be like, okay, I'm going to try another way. I got to fix it. Try another way. I got to fix, fix it. it. I got to make it look make it look good, man. Right. Like, niggas be dropping shit that's trash, bro. Like, <laughs> niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have that talk with yourself, like, man, right. okay. Maybe I should just mess with a different director. Right. Maybe I, you know, like, I don't know. Just be realistic. Just be realistic, bro. Yep. Be, be honest with yourself. Like, right. I I like to look at myself, like, if I'm a fan of myself, what yeah. would I expect out of me? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I'm a fan of Hayes. Like, what what would I want him to do next? Like, what what would he have to do next for me to be like, oh, shit. Right. He doing this shit, the next shit. Like, I always ask myself that every year. Right. And I just try to surpass as much as I can that's, to right. the next level as much as possible. Right. So what is next for Hayes besides the project? Man, working with more artists, okay. taking this shit over, like just really, really making the mark on this music shit, mm-hmm. bro. Like really, because I feel like it's a, it's a special time, it's a special window yeah. that I really got to capitalize, and it's a, it's a message I got to get across. And right. I feel like my base is crazy right now, bro. It's, right. it's, it's a lot. It don't it don't matter if it's a, a hundred people with me. It don't matter if it's a thousand people with me. It don't matter if it's two thousand people with me. They they, I gotta I gotta feed them. Yeah, I gotta feed them the good, the good quality, man. Cause yeah. you know they they've been with me for this long. We gotta we gotta keep going. It's gonna keep right. growing. You know, the more I keep growing, you know, like we are gonna change the world. With this shit, man. right? It's all momentum, bro. The it's moment, all momentum, momentum bro. is everything, bro. We gotta capitalize off of it. Like, yeah, can't nothing. stop, won't stop, never exactly. stop. Exactly. So that's pretty much all I had, bro. Okay. I appreciate so, you coming man, on, bro. What's up? So like, if there's anything that you want to say, shout outs, anything that I missed that you want people to know like go ahead like now is that time oh yeah man uh basically i'm dropping my project from here on out the top of 2021 executive produced by c-sick i got different producers on on here i have my homie Roman salas trophy my homie p dot so he just he was on benny last project so it's okay. crazy yeah, yeah he had a song queen naja shit crazy going crazy my homie darren jackson he going crazy uh Man, bro, everybody I'm working with now, I'm just trying to work with this, as much great artists as, yeah. as possible, bro. Just trying to get this shit going. Like, shout out to all the artists that I got shit coming with. Uh, I got some shit coming with Film Dot. Okay. I got some shit coming with Vic, Joey Perk. Yeah. Like, this shit gonna be amazing, bro. 2021 is looking up. Shout out my brother Flex. Uh, we dropped one of the best projects this year, Separation. Mm. Just, just gotta keep the quality going, man. Mm. I, got a, I got a project with my homie Plug coming too, man. Life in Abundance. This shit gonna be crazy. Well, bro, sounds like you got like a great 2021 coming and like you already got great shit out. So if you haven't followed Hayes on social media, go do that now because he posts very consistently. Every day. Always quality. Always quality. So uh, best of luck to you. 2021. We'll be supporting this shit. Man, I just want to say salute to all y'all. So even on, you know what I'm saying? Just keep this shit going, bro. Like just this shit is quality right here, bro. This shit is needed. Keep, keep. Getting in contact with the city, bro. Keep yeah. spreading the word of this shit, bro. This shit is dope. I love this shit. Thank you, bro. I appreciate so, that. Well, this has been Open Crib with Hayes. I feel corny saying this, but like, comment, subscribe if you can. It helps us out a lot. So thank you guys for watching if you watched all the way through.